This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Dr. Dawn on Careers. Welcome to Dr. Dawn on Career, Sirius XM, Channel 132. I'm Dr. Dawn Graham. I'm the Career Director for the Executive MBAs at the Wharton School. I'm also a licensed psychologist, former corporate recruiter, and author of the book Switchers, How Smart Professionals Change Careers and See Success. We are live, and that is not an April Fool's Day joke. We are back in the studio here with Dana and Dion, and we are taking your calls live right now at 844-942-7866. So if it's Thursday, noon Eastern, we would love to hear from you because we are here every week to help you with your job search questions, answer any advice you have on careers in general and advancements and promotions, all of those things our open game on Thursday at noon Eastern at 844-942-7866. We are very excited to have a great guest back today to help us answer those questions. Jack Kelly is CEO of the Compliance Search Group and WeCruiter, whose mission is to help people in need and make the job search more humane and enjoyable. Jack is also a senior contributor at Forbes, author of How to Get a Job in tough times, and he has personally placed thousands of professionals with top-tier companies over the last 20-plus years. Welcome back to the show, Jack. Well, thank you. I'm delighted to be back here. Well, and you I appreciate it. Yeah, you are such a prolific writer on on Forbes. By the way, I mean, I think you publish like three things a day now, which <laughs> is incredible. Right? I mean, it's- what's going on with that? Well, you know what it is? I'll be really you know, up front. Uh, I live in New Jersey. We're pretty much still under lockdown. There's not much to do. My kids are college age. I have nothing but time now. So, I, you know, I, I like writing and I find, I find it therapeutic almost. You know, it's kind of a creative outlet to kind of talk about what's going on in the job market, how things are going to impact people. So I consider myself in a way a little fortunate that during a tough time, I could kind of contribute and help people out. Um, but to be fair, if I had young kids or I was doing a commute, it would, it, I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? It would just be too much. And I understand a lot of people in this situation have so many challenges, so many things to juggle. So I consider myself fortunate that, that I can give back and I can help. Well, your time is everyone else's benefit, because if you're not yet following Jack Kelly, whether on LinkedIn or on his Forbes page, he's putting out great information every day, not just around the job search, but around what's going on in the market, what's going on in specific companies, trends. So if you're thinking, hmm, 2021, I got to start thinking about my career, Jack is the guy you want to follow. And of course, he's here with us the whole hour answering your questions. So if you've ever wanted wanted to get the inside scoop from a recruiter, which we all should want to get because things are, are always changing behind the scenes, then today is the day to call 844-942-7866. This is SiriusXM 132. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and we are here with Jack Kelly answering your questions all hour long if it's Thursday, noon Eastern. So, of course, I have to ask you, Jack, because you were on the end of last year, and of course, right now in the world, Things are changing daily. It's it's ridiculous how quickly things are changing. So, so tell us what's happening in the world of hiring. What trends you're seeing as somebody who is in the trenches with this every day? I got to tell you, right now, I'm really excited. If we had this conversation three, four months ago, maybe not as much. But I think a combination of the vaccines being effectively rolled out. So many, I forgot the number, I'll say 40 million Americans, uh, probably wrong about the number, have been vaccinated already. We have trillions of dollars that have been put into the economy. Looks like we have a big infrastructure plan in place. So I think all these things have really made people feel more positive. And Don, in my experience as a recruiter, I find out that when companies are afraid and they're uncertain about the future, they don't hire. And they do the opposite. They let go of people, they downsize. 
they put on hiring freezes. But when they start feeling confident about the future, that's when they hire. And it seems we're going into that wave right now. So the amount of jobs that I'm, I'm getting in personally, you know, from clients and new clients is, has escalated from where it was two, three, four, five, six months ago. Um, anecdotally, I see like on LinkedIn, the amount of people who are saying, hey, I have a new job has increased. So I think we're heading in the right direction. I think things are looking good. They're looking positive. I got a feeling there's going to be a huge pent up demand and we can really see a hiring boom. Well, that is exciting. We definitely love hearing that news, Jack. And I've, I've also read that in various surveys and research that's being done by companies who really look into workforce issues, that that there's a, a, a slew of people who are biding their time and waiting for things to get a little bit safer and companies to start hiring. And they are planning to leave companies in mass to either go somewhere that is aligned with their, their mission and values as as a person or to go to a company who's more mission driven or do that career that they've always wanted to do. So so I'm thinking like this this summer is going to be just a, a um, you know, mass craziness of people hiring, people leaving, people hiring. So, I mean, what is, is that what you're seeing as well? Yeah, yeah, you're so right, because there's there's this, uh, you know, sheltering in your job kind of thing that's been happening where exactly what you're saying, Dr. Don, is that um, there'd be a lot of a players or you know, candidates or potential candidates who are saying, Jack, hey, I just got to keep my head down now. I don't know what's happening. I don't want to be the, you know, the last one in and then maybe there's another spike and I'm going to be downsized. I'm just going to hang low, stay at home, wait it out, and then I'm going to leave. And yeah, so I think what's going to end up happening is that once we start seeing that glimmer of sunlight and we see the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, these people are going to come out and say, all right, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Let's, <laughs> let's look for a new job. And I really like what you said about reinventing themselves because I've noticed that. I'm curious if you've seen that too, is that so many people, because going through the pandemic, seeing how fragile life is and how many people caught COVID, how many people succumbed to it. It made them reassess what they want to do with their life. Do they want to keep doing the same thing or just try something different? Maybe go back to school, learn something new, go to a different career, try something that has more meaning and purpose. Totally agree. And I think this is just going to be the start of something that becomes the new trend, Jack, because not just because people want to do different things and want to follow their dreams, but I also think that companies are realizing that talent needs are shifting so quickly. The more we implement technology, the more, you know, some industries are just buzzing and other industries have, have, you know, not succeed or not um, made it successfully through the pandemic and they're shrinking. And so I I do think that that we're going to see a lot of people who have to change, a lot of people who want to change, and a lot of companies who are going to need to participate in this change. So I feel like this is going to be the start of a very interesting decade for job seekers and careers. Hey, 844-942-7866. We are here with Jack Kelly. He is a recruiter and has personally placed what uh, thousands of professionals in top tier companies. So, hey, if you want to talk to a recruiter and say, okay, what's really going on behind the scenes? Today is your day. If it's Thursday noon Eastern, 844-942-7866. We are taking your job search and career questions all hour. And you definitely, definitely want to talk with Jack. So so I want to get into the hard stuff, Jack. I, I was usually okay. wait till the second half to do this, but I just have to say, you know, the, the, I I didn't think the the hiring process could get more. What what word do I want to use? Horrible, uh, terrible, yeah, hor- dreadful. <laughs> Any and all of those. But I'm Torture. yeah. Wow, we could just spend the rest of the show just to insert adjective here. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I see so many posts on LinkedIn that are saying, hey, I, you know, I went for seven or eight job interviews and then I got ghosted or, you know, people are saying, you know, we've hired or we've interviewed 30 people, but none of them are a great fit. And you're thinking, wow, how could how could that be? And and so it's really demoralizing 
And it's it sounds like even when people get referrals, that's not even getting them to the the finish line or sometimes even an interview. So why why is this happening? What is going on, Jack? And more importantly, <laughs> I want to get to how people can can overcome that because yes. you know, if you can't even get to the interview, you just feel like, well, what now? It's been so brutal. It's over. You know, at first when, you know, you'd see these people post online, you're like thinking it's a one-off. But then after a while, you're like, no, this can't be. When every day you just see an onslaught of people, you know, sharing what they're going through and it's pure misery, then you know this is for real. And I think it goes back to what I mentioned a little before in that companies, they're, they're listen, they're run by human beings and they have emotions and they don't want to admit it. No one's going to come out. No CEO is going to say, hey, I'm afraid of what's going to happen next, so I'm just going to hold off hiring. They're not going to say it, but you can see that's what's, what's happened over the last six, over the last year, so that they may have needs, but they're, they don't know. They're not sure what's going to happen. So they'll put out a wreck. They'll say we're going to hire, but they're not really, really want to do it. So they're dragging their feet. As you mentioned, you know, they'll see 30 people and say, hmm, let's keep waiting. Let's find someone who's cheaper. Let's find someone who has more than everything we want, and it just keeps going on. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing because there have been people who have been placed, but as a whole, it's really been a tough slog. And, and, and unfortunately, I think it's really just impacted people. It's really hurt them psychologically. You know, it's made them um, self-doubt themselves. They've lost self-confidence. But for the people who are listening to this, trust me, it's not you because you're probably thinking, hey, why me? Is there a black cloud over my head? But it's not. You know, this is really across the board. And it's big picture. It's not the job seeker for the most part. It's really the companies that are scared to pull the trigger and hire someone. Yeah, I, that that does make a lot of sense. And I think that is the case. I think there's the in some cases, maybe even the luxury of, of they're waiting for the perfect candidate who doesn't exist. But, um, you know, they're like, well, we'll interview a few more because we, we haven't gotten our Q1 results fully tabulated yet. Um, but I, I guess I have to I have to ask the question, um, is it also because it's become so easy to apply that they're just getting it, it's kind of yeah. like that Tinder model, you know, if you, you just keep swipe, 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 swiping, you might as well just keep swiping, you know, because there's so many applicants. I mean, you can literally go on to to sites like LinkedIn and like one click apply. And and when you when it's that easy, you don't have to write a cover letter. You don't really have to think through maybe I have to tailor some things and, and really think through why I want this job. It's really easy. You can apply to 10 jobs in 10 seconds, basically. And so I'm wondering what role that plays. That's a big word. You were so right on the money. Absolutely. Because you, as you mentioned, it's so easy to apply. Everybody has a phone in their hand all day long. Um, you, Whether it's LinkedIn, Indeed, other job aggregators, the company sites, it's so easy to apply. And if people staying at home, even, even if you're working but you're looking for a job or you're not working, you have time, you're at home, you don't have to worry about the boss like, hey, why? What's, what's Jack up to? So people are just sending out resumes, and these companies just get a deluge of resumes. And for them, so they start thinking, if I'm getting so much, then, you know, if there's so much of a supply, then you start not valuing it as much. You figure, oh, okay, I'll just put another ad in, and I'll get another 20, and I'll put another ad in, I'll get another 50, and I'll keep waiting to find that perfect person. So it kind of just, instead of making, it makes a bad situation worse. Yeah. 844-942-7866. Hey, are are you struggling? Are you applying to jobs online, hearing nothing? Are you getting system-generated messages that are saying, hey, we're passing? Are you getting interviews and then getting ghosted? We want to know. 844-942-7866. You're listening to Dr. Dawn on Career Sirius XM 132. We're excited to be here with Jack Kelly, who has personally placed thousands of people in great companies. So if you've ever wanted to talk with a recruiter to find out how you can improve your job search strategy and what's going on behind the scenes, today is the day, 844-942-7866. But I think we have a mailbag. You've got mail. Hey, Dana. Uh, whoa. <laughs> that, that that did not sound like the AOL. Uh, <laughs> the AOL <laughs> sounds, Dion. Do we have Dana on the line? 
Yes, yes. Brian there we in go. Colorado emailed, Dear Dr. Don, should I use the open to work badge on my LinkedIn profile only if I'm unemployed or can I also use it if I'm passively looking? Thanks for your help. Ah, okay. So thank you so much, Dana. This is this is an interesting question because, Jack, as we were just talking about how difficult it is to even get to the interview, LinkedIn has come out with a number of new tools. And actually, there's another one that I, I just learned about today that I want to talk about. But let's talk about this open to work badge, which for those of you on LinkedIn, you've probably seen around someone's profile picture. It's, it's like a green circle that goes around that says, I'm open to work. So in this particular question, they want to know, can you use it for various situations? But before we even get to that, Jack, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. So um, I'm kind of agnostic about using that banner, the open to work. However, what I find troubling is that as a recruiter, is that if someone puts out, you know, hey, open to work, but too often they'll be like, hey, COVID-19, lost my job. Hey, I'm open to work. And then I look at like, well, what am I supposed to do? Uh, what you know, what did you do? What were your responsibilities? What company did you work for? What are you looking to do next? So I think it for a lot of people they just felt by putting it up there, that's enough. And then and, and it's not enough. They really have to say, hey, here's what I want to do next. Here's my background, my experience, why it's relevant for what I want to do next. Um, I really want to go to XYZ company, ABC company, and I want to be in this role then it's okay because then if you're a recruiter, an HR person, or a hiring manager, you could say, oh, all right, this person's in between jobs. Um, here's what they want to do. They fit with the job we have. Hey, I'm going to contact them. But with the absence of that, it's, it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? In fact, it just hurts your value because then people can say like, all right, you, you're not even trying to help yourself. And I don't mean this to be disparaging, but it's like they're shooting themselves in the foot that they're not trying to really do the best job that they can to get a job. Yeah, I agree that you have to be very, very clear about your plan A or your target or your aspirations and why what you bring to the table is relevant, because that's going to be so much more important than that open to work badge. And and I'll say it's not my favorite feature of LinkedIn. I do think that in certain situations, it may make sense, but I think you need to use it strategically. So for example, if you're graduating this year and you're in a hardcore job search and and you're new to the market, it could be a great way along with that branding that you talked about. But for the most part, I don't, I've never liked it when people brand themselves as between jobs or in the market. I, I, because it doesn't matter if you're working for a company at the moment, whatever your skills are, whatever you bring to the table, you will still have that value even between jobs. What I like better is a feature that uh, it, maybe some people don't know about, but it's it's got a similar effect, but without that green badge that you know, puts out to the world that, hey, I'm hiring, or I'm sorry, I'm, I'm open to work. And to, to Brian's question, obviously, if you don't want everybody to know that you're, you're open to work, then that's, that's going to be something you don't want to do. But there's a feature where you can indicate to recruiters only that you are open to explore, that you're kind of in the market, and you can, you can even put in some specifics about what you're looking for. That's really only open to people who are in a recruiter role and they exclude your current company. So if you want to do somewhat of a stealth search, I think that is a great way to do it because on the back end, when recruiters can can do their searches, they can see that you're open to, to work, but not everyone else can see. So I personally like that feature better. So Jack, do you know, uh, do you know people who have had success with that feature? You know, I think that's, I, I agree with you that Using the other feature kind of, it, it sounds like, I guess I, I'm get, getting a sense that you feel, and I kind of agree with you, that it dilutes your value if you're just putting it up there and say, hey, you know, I'm in between roles. Even though you are, you kind of want to have your brand shine a little bit more. So I, I, I like, yeah, I like the uh, second option that you're saying, because that's a little, you're kind of doing the same thing in a way, but you're not broadcasting to the world. Hey, I lost my job. Poor me. You know, it sounds like we're by having the recruiters know you're looking, it's more 
empowering in a way. Yeah, and I think I think there's there's strategic ways to go around letting your network know that you're you're open and you're looking. Um, I just don't think it's a great first introduction if you're using LinkedIn to kind of meet people and build your network. I don't like it as a first introduction, but you know that's just me. Hey, if you're out there and you use it and you like it, uh, give us a call eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and you are listening to. Series XM 132. But interestingly, Jack, there's a new feature coming out on LinkedIn. And I, you know, I love LinkedIn and they're always trying new things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really curious to get your opinion on this. It's something called a cover story. And essentially what a cover story is, it's an opportunity to record a very v- brief video introduction that will, again, put a little, you know, badge on your picture. I think this one's going to be orange. And it shows that you've included a short video to introduce yourself on LinkedIn and, you know, can be used, obviously, in the job search. It can be used if you're maybe selling a product or services. It can be used to promote your blogs, which everybody should be reading. So what do you think of of this video, this brief video piece becoming a part of people's profile? I I like it. Personally, I haven't seen it up yet, but I I think... I saw some of the uh, kind of demo-looking stuff. I don't know, we're in some articles. But, yeah, see, I'm all for that because, as and I'll, I'll put just my recruiter hat on, if I see somebody and they're saying, hey, I'm Dr. Don, here's what I do, here's all, all the awesome things I've done in my career, here's what I'm looking to do next, for me, that's great. It's like I just did an interview with you without actually interviewing you. So I kind of get a feel for who you are as a person and what you've done. And then it makes my life easier. And if, let's say, I have jobs that fit for what you're looking to do, then it's easy. I'll hit you up on LinkedIn and say, hey, Don, I have this great role. You want to hear about it? So it would help me as a recruiter so much. And uh, but then I think for a lot of people, they're kind of a little scared of getting up and doing this stuff, um, a little shy. And for those who don't do it, I think they're going to end up getting left behind a little. Yeah, it's interesting because with more and more technology, and if you think about if you think about legal issues and stuff like that, I mean, um, we're kind of maybe teetering on where does this fall in terms of of those legal issues in the U.S. around things like putting your picture on your resume, which is very Mm -hmm. commonplace in other countries. And you're right. I mean, what happens for that person who gets the overproduced? high tech, you know, everything's great. There's there's things popping out in the background and all, you know, versus some someone who's got the plain kind of, hey, I'm I'm Don and, you know, I'm open to work. What? <laughs> oh, you can see that. You can see like TikTok videos on Right. <laughs> you know, there it'll be like, here's who I am and you're doing a dance, like your job dance. It's it could <laughs> but but I'm cool with that. That'll be fun. That'll make actually LinkedIn a little bit more interesting, exciting. Hey, if you're out there and you're listening, what do you think of the new feature that will be coming out soon, the LinkedIn cover story, where you share a brief video with people who open your profile that they can click on and get a, a brief video that introduces you, whether it's it's because you're looking for a job, because you're looking to market your services or looking to promote the work you're doing. What are your thoughts on this? What are the pros, the cons? Are you going to do it? Are you going to look for it? 844-942-7866. I'm really curious to know. I mean, you and I, Jack, we probably are very comfortable with the with the media piece, but I, I'm not sure everybody is. So I'm I'm really interested. I, I love it too. I mean, I love to when I'm when I'm looking for guests even for the show. That, uh, you know, I look for video because on radio, you have to kind of have some energy <laughs> come across. <laughs> so I think that's important. That's but um, yeah, so uh, but maybe not for every job, you know, maybe not for every job. But hey, 844-942-7866. Hey, it is open calls. If it's Thursday noon Eastern, Jack Kelly is here all hour. He is a recruiter. And I know many of you would love to ask some behind the scenes questions to a recruiter because you're in a job search or you're thinking about one and you would love to get the inside scoop so 844-942-7866 yeah so let's go back to this issue jack of we talked about how hard it is to even get noticed how companies are kind of dragging their feet what can people do that's the more important part of this conversation what can people do to get in front of those decision makers sure before can i can i just have one can i mention about going back to the video Sure. Uh, I'm curious what you think about this. 
Um, and I don't know if this come out politically incorrect. I don't mean it that way. I wonder in part, would it actually help people? Because let's be frank, a lot of times there's biases in the job search. Let, let's take ageism. In, in my opinion, it does seem at times there's a lot of ageism that goes on there. But And then people have preconceived notions about someone who's 55, 60, 65, what have you. But let's say you have a really well-produced video and you're you know, 60 but you, and you come across sharp and polished and all that. I think that can maybe help. You know what I mean? It could help dispel some of the myths people have and, and preconceptions and make them say, huh, I don't know why I thought someone who would be, you know, 55 would not come across sharp, and they do. So I wonder, instead of being a negative thing, could people actually turn that into a positive where those who had biases against certain races, ethnic groups, whatever, and they see and say, oh, wait a minute. Wow, this person's fantastic. Yeah, I definitely. Well, here's what I will say. I 100% agree that it is impossible to look at some words on a page or a piece of paper and say, okay, I got enough. I know I know if I'm going to move forward or pass. I just and that's the way we've always done it. And we we keep hearing every probably year that resumes are going to go away and it's all going to be digital. I mean, we, we've heard that when there were infographics coming out and then you know, videos and everything's going to shift, but we're still doing resumes. We're still <laughs> we're still doing that. So I'm curious because I agree with you that, that there has to be a better way to do this, but I, I don't see resumes going away anytime soon. Yes, you can apply using your LinkedIn profile now and that's become big, but, but what are your thoughts on that, Jack? I mean, do you see the resume kind of fading into oblivion in the next five I years? Wonder with, I wonder if videos could replace it, you know, where you could have your LinkedIn profile, you could have a video, where you have a video, but then you can have kind of a, you know, executive summary of who you are. Because then think about it. If, let's say, I, um, you know, I want to do a video of myself. Hey, I'm Jack Kelly, a um, founder and CEO of Compliance Search Group. I place people on Wall Street, you know, and kind of give my whole thing within, let's say, 30, 45 seconds. And that can actually be nice, easier for recruiters and hiring managers to look at than going through a resume, and you really can't get the vibe of the person. You can't really get a feel. Like you were saying earlier, like your enthusiasm, how they come across, you know, do they come across confident or not? So that could replace it. Yeah, I really want to hear from listeners on this because I can certainly see a lot of benefits coming out of it. I can also see a lot of people right now who are saying, oh, holy hand, it was hard enough for me to put a profile out there. Now (laughs) now you want a video. Good Lord, I can't do that. Um, so, so yeah, I, I would love to hear people's opinions. I mean, personally, I love it, but I, I think that there certainly are going to be differences of opinion, and I'm, I'm just, I would love to hear what listeners think, and I'm super excited to see how it evolves. And I love that LinkedIn is trying all of these new things. So, so yeah, um, you know, who knows? Will, will videos become the next big thing in job? Uh, application process is 844-942-7866 but we do have to go to a quick break and of course the pre-break quiz quiz there's a quiz yes there's a quiz and of course since it's April 1st it has to be an April Fool's quiz so here we go which restaurant chain fooled the public on April 1st, 1998 with the introduction of a fictional sandwich specifically for left-handed people. Which which restaurant chain came out with a a fictional sandwich for left-handed people as an April Fool's joke? If you think you know, give us a call at 844-942-7866. You're listening to Sirius XM 132 and we'll be right back. You're listening to Dr. Dawn on Careers. On Business Radio. Hey! 
Welcome back to Dr. Dawn on Career, Sirius XM 132. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn Graham, author of Switchers, How Smart Professionals Change Careers and See Success. And we were talking about videos. Speaking of videos, I have a YouTube page where I'm recording video shorts. So if you want more career tips and advice in form of video, you can find them on my YouTube page, which is Dr. Dawn on Careers. Hey, we are so excited to be live in studio today. If it's Thursday noon Eastern, 844-942-786. And we are very lucky to be here with Jack Kelly, who is a prolific writer on Forbes, and you should definitely be following him on on LinkedIn or Forbes, author of How to Get a Job in Tough Times. He's the CEO of the Compliance Search Group and WeCruiter and personally hires thousands of people. So if you're interested in getting the scoop from a recruiter, Jack is here to help. But we're going to go right to the phones with Maria in New Jersey. Maria, welcome to the show. It's on your mind today. Hi, I think resumes are very important. Number one, if you're hiring somebody like a mechanical engineer, typically they may not have a great personality, but they have the skill set. So if they, if you just look at them on the video, you might just write them right off, number one. And number two, I think um, resumes are more objective because maybe you might not appreciate somebody's accent or and it might you know, write them off. So that was my opinion. And I think resumes are still going to be very important. Yeah, Maria, I tend to agree with you. Um, You know, there are certain positions for which coming across well, you know, maybe you'll be working with clients or you're in media is going to be a, a core skill of the job. But there's a lot of them where you're you're maybe a programmer or you're an engineer, you're doing something behind the scenes and, and that might be less important. But I like the points you bring up. And that's why I'm kind of on the fence about this, because I think some people will really embrace it and will help them. And I think others may may try to embrace it and it may not help them. But there's really no way to measure that. So so I agree. So what would you do instead Maria I'm just curious um I just keep the resume and then talk to the person over the phone or however you want to do it or video after but maybe both but just not the video that's my point yeah so are you are you on LinkedIn or do you feel comfortable posting information about yourself because I know a lot of people aren't even at that stage yet they feel like I'm not putting up a picture I'm not I don't want to give too many details because I, I want my privacy I mean what are your thoughts about that basically I just talk to young people and try and get them to move and um, realize their dreams and that's that's where I'm coming from yeah, no, it's a really it's a really important point, and I really appreciate you calling, Maria. Thank you so much for for jumping in on this conversation because, like you, I'm I'm sort of on the fence. I'm interested to see what happens, but I think I think there are definitely pros and definitely cons. So, hey, you've got an opinion on this? We'd love to hear it. Eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. LinkedIn is coming out with something called Cover Story, which is an opportunity for you to create a brief video introducing yourself, and we're we're talking a little bit about how that may help or hurt your job search chances. And, and Jack, I'm curious what your thoughts are and what Maria shared. I, I can completely understand. It's For people, it gets frustrating. Okay, I have to have a LinkedIn, and maybe I should also be on Twitter, and then maybe I should make sure I'm careful how I come across on Facebook. And now there's Clubhouse. Do I get involved with that? After a while, I could see for people, it's like, leave me alone already. Can't we just have one thing, the resume, and that's it? Um, and I get it. She's right. Uh, for me, I kind of dabble with all of them. So if let's say I'm, I'm doing a search, I'll, I'll look at LinkedIn, but then I also want to see the resume. I'll go to see, like you mentioned what you do, Don, and see, do they have kind of a, you know, a video element somewhere so I get a, a feel for them? So I like to get as much intel on the person as possible. So this way I can figure out, hey, is this the right person for the job? Um, so I'm in the camp of maybe having you know, more and this is just selfish for me as a recruiter. You know, I'm, I'm taking it, I'm, I'm saying it from my perspective. Selfishly, the more the better, because then I can really understand the person, what they're about, who they are, get a feel for, um, you know, how they come across, how they'll do well in an interview, will they fit with the corporate culture. Then I can have the confidence to say to that person, hey, Maria, this job is perfect for you. I could feel you could just get totally along with the manager. You seem to have the same personality. I think you're going to, it's like being a matchmaker sometimes, being a recruiter. I just feel that you guys are going to get, you know, you're going to get along together. So the more, the more stuff I can look at, the better I could do my job. 
Yeah, and I can totally understand why people hiring would find this to be the end all be all. Like, this is great. I can, you know, maybe even skip a step. I can skip the phone screen. But I could also, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm always on the side of empathizing with job seekers and you know, creating a video is is going to be tough. And then once I mean, yeah. here's the perfect job. If you're listening, you know, the next big company that's going to open is we make your LinkedIn profile video stand it, out. I was like, that's going to happen. And then if I can't afford to pay the LinkedIn video standout guy or girl or person, um, what then? What then? What then? Like my video is like crappy. I, I film it in my, my closet because it's the only quiet place in the house. And, and now there's these videos that have have emojis walking across. I mean, I mean where, where does it end? Oh, my God. I was just talking to my friend. I think you know, you know him as well, Mark Anthony Dyson. Yep. And we would literally say the same thing. How quickly is there going to be a cottage industry of people saying, hey, for $3.99, I'm going to create this great video for you and be a whole, all of a sudden, an explosion? So I don't know. Hey, Don, maybe this is it. We got to have the Wharton School branded video. Yeah, I, I, this is getting too complex for me. <laughs> this is, I mean, people are already hiring people to help them with their LinkedIn profile, their resume, their job uh, interview prep and all of this. And it's like, how, how has it gotten this hard to get a job that we have to hire a cadre of, of people right? to just get one? <laughs> like, I mean, I need I need my my now I need my media coach. I need my video videographer. I need my yeah. resume person. <laughs> like what? What? How did we get here, Jack? It's, it's wild. But you know what? I think because it is a tough market. And if, if you turn back the clock where it's so funny, only over a year ago, we had like record high employment, not unemployment. I mean, it was booming. And, you know, I'll, I'll give you some experience. Like in the past, compliance for years was blazing hot because scandal after scandal after scandal. And a lot of times they were so desperate to hire, they would look the other way. You know, like someone could be, all right, I just got out of jail and, you know, I killed a bunch of people, but, well, you're hired because we really need to help. I mean, it just got crazy that they would look the other way for anything people did. Well, that's scary. To hire. Now, fast forward to now, it's just the opposite. It's like they look for excuses not to hire. So those kind of, it seems every trend, you know, like really gets dramatic. So like right now, they look for excuses not to hire and they, you know, just kind of keep pushing it off. But I think like we talked about earlier, if everything looks aligned the way I think it is, it's going to be a hot job market. And then it's going to probably go back to that where you're not going to have to do videos and things because, you know, jobs, you could say like, hey, I got, you know, five different interviews this week. Don't make me jump through hoops. I'm not going to go to your company. I'm going to go to the company that's not going to bug me. And, and a resume is good enough. And a phone call or a Zoom is good enough. I don't have to schlep into their office. So I think we're going to go back to that. Yeah, I, I definitely think um, I'm on the side of it's 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 getting dangerous how much information's out there. And sadly, I was saying this to somebody the other day because I'm on the radio. There's way too much information about me out there that I, you know, I'm like, I'm sure I'll regret at some point when somebody calls and says, hey, I heard you were doing a show and you wanted to open a, a haunted house. That's weird. Um, <laughs> and it is weird. And that's not really the first thing I want you to hear about me if I'm if I'm, you know, trying to put my best foot forward. But it's out there. And I think that's what people are starting to worry about is like, you know, it's out there forever. And what maybe made sense in the context of, of my conversation at that point on the radio show in, in that time and place isn't going to make sense three years from now. And now what? So, hey, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Sirius XM 132. I'm loving this conversation because I I think some of it is speculative, Jack, but but yeah. I but I do think the hurdles to get hired have become pretty, pretty high. And um, I'm not sure it always works out. Like, is, is there even any data that, that this is working out for, for companies, that they, they are making better hires for all of these hoops they're putting people through, right? 844-942-7866. What do you think? Are you a recruiter, hiring manager, or a job seeker? Do you have an opinion on on all the information that's available to to look at you as a candidate and what are your thoughts on LinkedIn cover stories, which will be brief videos that will be shown on your profile that you record to introduce yourself. We want to know 844-942-7866. But let's answer our pre-break quiz because 
I have a feeling Dion may know the answer. So if you missed it, which restaurant chain fooled the public on April 1, 1998 with the introduction of a fictional sandwich for left-handed people? So I know Dion's on the phone now. So so Jack, I'm just going to go to you, which is very, very rare, but, but Dion's tied okay. up. So what okay, do you think? Okay. I think it has to be a place that has quirky ads. So who has quirky ads? It could be Arby's or Burger King or I'll go with, do I have to pick one? I guess it is, right? I'll go with Burger King. Yeah, you're right. Awesome. Dion, you got saved, man. Jack got the answer right. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to have that. I know. What was your answer? See, I, I, I knew it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't going to be McDonald's because that's, that's too big. Yeah, they're just too strange. Exactly. And 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 I was kind of leaning towards Arby's because Arby's is always like the weird little mm-hmm. fast food joint that nobody really talks about because it's kind of it's kind of weird food. It's weird so, food. Arby's is weird. <laughs> All right. Ar- Arby's is weird. I, I um, didn't know that. So I was I was kind of leaning towards Arby's. I was going to I was thinking also Wendy's because be, because yeah. Wendy's right now has great uh their their social media is great. So That's I was true. thinking, yeah, I was thinking a, Wendy's, yeah. but I was gonna, I was gonna go with Wendy's. That's what I was gonna go with, because their, like I said, their social media presence is really cool right now. But then I remember you said ninety eight, so I knew it. That was that was wrong. Yeah, yeah, ninety eight. <laughs> so but, I knew my answer was wrong. But okay, so so another fast food restaurant, because I have another one, put out a full page advertisement in leading newspapers to announce they had purchased the Liberty Bell in the nation in the, in the name of reducing the nation's debt. I can't even say that. Who's that? Which which uh, which which chain? What did they do now? They they put a full page ad saying they purchased the Liberty Bell. Oh, and and that in and of itself is a hint if you think about it. Again, another fast food chain. Taco Bell. Oh, oh, oh. well played. Well, Jack, you're like our. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Yeah. So they said they were going to rename it Taco Liberty Bell. (laughs) Well played. I I didn't even think about Taco Bell. I don't I don't need a lot of Taco Bell. Now I'm starting to wonder where Jack eats because he's, he's, he's he's got all of his intel on these fast food. Yeah. One other fun. Too much about fast food. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's sitting there eating a chalupa right now. He's like Taco Bell. Um, Gmail was launched on April 1st, 2004. Interestingly, many people thought it was a hoax. For a webmail service to offer a whole gigabyte of free storage, even though it wasn't a hoax, people <laughs> thought it was a hoax. So that's so interesting. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna launch something, maybe April first. Yeah, maybe April first isn't the best day to do isn't it. Isn't the best day to do it, right? Yeah. Hey, eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. You're listening to Doctor Don on Career Series XM one thirty two. We're here with Jack Kelly, and we're gonna go right back to the phones with Kevin in California. What's on your mind, Kevin? Well, I was just thinking about as an employer, I'm CEO of a small company, about 150 people. I do a lot of uh, hiring. And so when you talk about uh, what tools do we use, do we use social media? Would it be a good idea to have a little video of a person before we uh, interview them or if that is the interview? You know, it seems to me that from my experience, with, with all the tools out there, you're getting a more legit picture of a person. I mean... Uh, whether the candidate is glad that that information is out there about them. The employer is happy about that because maybe we're seeing a side of a person that we wouldn't normally see if they were in control of what they put on a resume. Yeah. So, and that it, it creates a problem for me in that sometimes, there, since there is so much information out there, it's like who could not have any weird stuff associated with them. So it gives me a hesitation, like a person I was going to hire sounds great, but then I see him in a vampire costume and, uh, you know, uh, with a tattoo on their back, and I go, ah. Don's ah. offended. I, shoot, have you been ah. stalking me online, Kevin? What the hell? Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking at your profile. Jeez. Right, exactly. I'm never going to get I, hired. I was trying to clean it up, but I also... I also like the idea of a person giving me a video of themselves because, you know, when you write down something, your guess is right. You don't really get a vibe for the person. And a vibe is everything. 
I mean, I'm not hiring a engineer or a scientist where then maybe just their technical capability is all I care about. But the vibe is important. And a, a, a resume, a written resume, doesn't give you the vibe. And, and I also think that an in-person interview doesn't give you the vibe because a person, a candidate, is too nervous at an in-person interview. So I think if you can allow the person to do a video of themselves, a short video, an elevator pitch, and now I see where I am seeing their vibe, but not in an entirely sterile situation sitting in my office across from me where they're nervous, I think I'm going to get a great picture of that person that way. So, so you're saying, Kevin, you wouldn't hire me if I showed up in a vampire costume is really what this is about, ah, right? <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> get it? Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I have to say, but, pun intended. Right. But, so there's, there's, there's my thing. I love, you know, when I go to hire somebody, I do really look at, I go through social media, I Google up their name, I do all of that. And you do see a lot of stuff. And that is a problem because there is stuff that we all have. And it's not almost not fair to the candidate that some of that stuff, even though it's honest, it's accurate, it's true, you're now you're almost shooting yourself in the foot as an employer because you may be I may not be hiring you because of the vampire outfit when in fact you're the best thing that for my company. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the challenge, right, Kevin? Because two things: one, what is vibe, and how do you operationalize that definition to to say you don't have the right vibe or you have the right vibe? And two, yes, it's it's too much information too soon. Something you know, if you found out at year after I was working for you, and you've determined at that point I was a great employee and I was contributing, but that you know I'm a Halloween fan and there's a couple of vampire <laughs> pictures out there, you're like. Oh, Oh, well, that's fun. That makes Dawn even more interesting now because I, I know she does great work. But but if you saw that first, that's yeah, that is a problem. So so how do we solve it, Kevin? You run a company. You're this you're kind of on the front lines of, of what do we do here? Okay. Uh, how do you solve it as a candidate or how do you solve it as an employer? Well, both. I think I think employers need okay. to solve it. But I also think candidates need to know, at least right now, while these hurdles are there, how do I get around it? I would say an employer needs to not not dive so deep into, I don't know if I, what can I find out about them via social media that they haven't provided me with? You know, so I don't Facebook them, don't Google them, don't do all of that. Just go by what the candidate is giving you. But, in, but now from a candidate standpoint, you, if you're, Today, we're in the COVID environment, so it's very difficult for us to do anything but present ourselves via a electronic, some sort of electronic communication. Uh, get yourself ready as an individual for a video, for a video interview. And if it's not provided by the prospective employer, give them one. Create your own and send them that. And that way you can accent your strengths and you can play down those those uh challenging things like for me for example i'm very overweight you can't tell that by talking to me right now but i'm really overweight i'm a really big guy and uh is that is that something that an employer is going to judge me on it's uh, or or not is that something that I need to overcome or not? Well, if it is, and I think it is, if I, I haven't in, I haven't interviewed in many, many years, but if I were to interview right now, and I literally am over 350 pounds, and I'm not seven foot tall, I'm not Shaquille O'Neal. If I was Shaquille O'Neal, I, I have a height problem, not a weight problem. I'm the problem is I'm five foot eight. So the if I was going to go for a job right now. I would want to create a video of myself, accenting my strengths, allowing them to see what I look like, giving them the whole package, and be in control of that environment as opposed to just walking in off the street.
See, and I think I think Kevin, this is this is the challenge, right? Humans, um, and and even you know humans program applicant tracking systems and all of that. Like, it's really really difficult as a human to not have assumptions and not have biases. Yep. And even though you 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 might be aware of them, it's just it's something that happens in in the human brain that a lot of us maybe aren't even realizing is happening. So yeah, I'm I'm I love that you called in, and I love your perspective because I think. We have a lot to think about, and I think as new tools come out and technology becomes center stage, there are people who are going to benefit from it greatly, and then there's others who are just not going to thrive. And it might just be because you have poor video quality because you don't have the right lighting or the right microphone, and you can't afford to buy that. And that can really bias somebody. And you're not even realizing it. You're thinking, wow, this candidate was great, but you don't realize it's because their sound system and, and you know, the vibe of their background was was stimulating for you in some way. So I, I do worry about this. But, Kevin, um, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your thoughts on this. I think we have a lot of work to do, and um, we really appreciate it. Hey, 844-942-7866. Jack, Jack, do you want to uh, weigh in as we're wrapping up yeah. the show? You know, he, he brought up some really interesting points. Um, I, I think what it boils down to a lot is you're just going to look holistically at the person. So for me as a, as a recruiter, um, Kevin mentioned about his, his weight. I, I would manage expectations so that let's say you were the hiring manager, Don, I'd say, hey, Kevin is a great manager. You know, he, he uh, oversees 150 people. And then, you know, presuming I know more about what he does, I kind of list all his great accomplishments. Say, uh, however, he's a large-sized guy. And, um, but it, just to, so when you go and you meet him, you don't have that initial, oh my, because people do that, but focus on what he does and his background, his experience and who he is as a person so that we all carry baggage. We all have issues. We all have, you know, warts and, 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 and what, you know, past stuff and baggage, but that comes with the territory. And, and hopefully what happens is that when you go and interview and you speak with people, you can kind of really put forth all the positives and then you can kind of do damage control. Some of the things that, you know, maybe you lack and, you know, whether it's a video or resume, it's going to come out and you are going to have the reality is you're going to have people who are just jerks and hiring managers. And they're going to say, hey, Kevin is overweight and I'm going to make an assumption because he's overweight that he doesn't have self-control. And so I'm not going to hire him. You can get that. You'll have other people who are empathetic. And say, hey, he's a great guy, and, and, and this guy probably misses out on opportunities because of his weight, but guess what? I'm smart enough, I'm going to take a chance, and I'm going to get him <laughs> because he isn't maybe getting picked up by other people. So I'm going to get a rock star, and so what? He's a little, you know, a little heavy. Big deal. It doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with him doing a great job. Yeah, so, I think I think we need to we, – we all know this, and we, we know this very clearly that we all have a lot of work to do on um, hiring and, uh, you know, internal appreciation of diversity, equity, and inclusion on many, many levels – in the workplace and in the hiring process. And I think um, I think companies are starting to address that. But I also think as these new tools come out, it's, it's creating new ways to maybe make that harder to do. But I but to your point, Jack, um, you know, right now, I think referrals are one of the best things that that you can do to pave the way Absolutely. for, you know, to get in front of the decision makers, somebody who can give you a, you know, a, a great recommendation, pass your resume along and get in the door is is one of the things that works best right now. But Jack, I want to thank you. Um, we had a great show today. Appreciate you being on of course dana and dion our listeners our callers we're here for you every week on dr dawn on careers sirius xm 132 so don't forget to check out my twitter if you want to find out what's up and coming at dr dawn graham and we will see you next time Site from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.